0: guys, welcome to the Lane Foundations Podcast. This is my co-host Davis Hambrick joining along. Simon today as Walker. What's up, dude?
1: What's up, dude? You having a good day so far?
0: Yeah, I'm excited about this one. What about you?
1: Yeah, man, I'm looking forward to it. Um, I think y'all are going to like it. You know, it's not going to be a very long one, but it's something that we've been wanting to do for a while. We've, we've been really uh, working to develop these uh, and just kind of make them our own and, and what we want to see going forward. So, Davis, I'm going to let you talk a little bit about kind of what we want to do and and what we want this podcast to be. But uh, I really think that the listener is going to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, guys, I appreciate that, Walker. I think that this is a a cool opportunity. We kind of just wanted to get this out and share, you know, our why. Um, Walker and I have talked to a lot of amazing guests like he's previously spoken about, but we have started to see as we're walking through this podcast, man, we really care about this, really care about this. And we think we at least – Oh, to us to get a, a single direction. These are our values. This is what we care about. If we just want to go ahead and start at Walker, let's go with our, our first one, be a problem solver and a people connector. And I am just going to give you credit for this because, I, you know, this is one of the first things whenever we started first talk about values was, man, this, this is a cool phrase. But tell me a little bit about why you really like that phrase and where that came from
1: man i uh, i don't know where it came from to be honest i think one day i was th- someone might have said it but honestly i think one day i was just sitting down i was like this is what i want to do you know I, I know people who uh there's a lot of people on the internet and and i don't know i'm trying to think of a couple of them but they'll they they know people they reach out they they connect with people and like they can find anyone that they wanted to you know if they wanted to, to meet uh I don't know, Daniel Craig. They could find someone who knew Daniel Craig and go out there and then they could finally get to a point where they can, you know, can meet them. And, and so be a, a problem solver and people connect. So people come to us and, and they might have something going on or they might, you know, they might need advice on something. And for one, I love to solve problems. I want to help solve someone's problems. So like, you know, you sit down and someone starts talking to you automatically. My mind goes to, how can I make this better? How can I help solve their problem? How can I help... Uh, help them with what they're going through. Uh, and then the people connectors like, well, if I can't solve their problem or if I can't help them, then, you know, maybe I know someone who does. And so maybe I can connect them with someone else who they need in their life that can either help them solve a problem. that can help them with something they're going through or, or, you know, really whatever. So to me, that's what that is. It's just, it's helping someone in a time of need and whatever they're going through. And if I can't do it, then let me, let me help you find someone who can you know davis what do you think about it
0: no i love that i mean that's perfect because i think part of the first part of being a problem solver you have to a be present be listening that's going to tie into our second one but you have to be a great listener if you're not listening and you don't want to help then you know you can't be a problem solver so i think that that's a key one and then the people connector i see in you and what i try to emulate is you know i have this network of friends of people i know and i'm not going to be the guy that's just going to stay with my own ideas. I want to share them. I want to get them out. I want us to work together. If you really think about it, that was one of the things Alex Willis talked about is this industry is so big guys, let's all just join together. And it's not about the guys that just keep all the trade secrets. Let's share it. Let's work together. And I love that Walker. I think you did great with, with that. Not only is it a good phrase, but it's a good meaning behind that. And so just going to the second one, our second value, and I guess we call it value phrases is listen to understand, not respond. And I love this. I think this is something we both kind of heard around the same time and brought it together. What do you think about this one, Walker? Dude.
1: I mean, this one just is it, it, perfect. Not just for, you know, a podcast It's perfect for life because I feel like so many people, when they go about their day, you know, they have a meetings or conversations with someone or they call someone they're always constantly. And I do this all the time. I'm very guilty of it. You know, they're always constantly trying to think about, all right, cool. Like I, I, I hear what they say, but I'm, what, what am I going to say next to that? How am I going to answer them instead of just really sitting there and and trying to determine what are they actually saying to me? You know, what, what is the true meaning of what they're saying? Because typically people are going to be telling you one thing, but in reality there's a whole nother meaning behind it that you kind of have to, it's like an onion. You have to peel back the layer. You have to get down to what's actually going on and, and really determine what are they trying to say? And that's where the listening aspect comes in. And it, and honestly, Anyone can do it. In my opinion, it just takes practice and it takes constantly focusing on what someone's saying and, and really list, really listening to it and and not just automatically going to. Oh, all right, cool. How how am I going to respond to this? So let me let me let me say something real quick just because I want it to be heard, you know, or I want to sound smart. Uh, and it just takes it, it just takes practice. It takes time. It takes humility. It takes a second to just sit down and say, what are you trying to say to me? You know, and, and Davis, you do a very good a j- a good job of this. You know, it's just following up with questions, following up with uh, r- clarifying questions, as someone would say. It's just like, all right, cool. So basically what you're saying is, and then go into it. And you do a great job of this on the podcast, talking in person. Uh, and, and it's just trying to understand more and more what someone's talking about and not just what they're saying.
0: Yeah, well, I appreciate that. I think I have a lot, long, long way to go in that area. For sure. I appreciate you saying that. For me, man, I mean, that hits home, listening to understand and not respond. I mean, you have to be attentive and be vigilant in it. But one of the first things of when I thought about this verse is, uh, you know, we're people of faith. And we're people that, you know, God guides guide your life. And if you're not there, that's okay. But we just want to share this wisdom. It's uh, Colossians 3.12. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves And the first thing he says is clothe yourselves with compassion and in a world of construction where I'm out in the field and I see guys that just desperately need someone to show them compassion. I need some, someone to actually listen to understand, not respond. Um, This is one of the values that I think that Walker and I really, 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 really try to emulate every single day is we want to show compassion and not just like you said, listen to, okay, how do I respond? It's listen to, Hmm. I'm going to sit here and get with you on this level. And uh, Jesus was the ultimate example of coming to your level and where you're at in life. And so, um, you know, compassion and listening to understand, that's where we get that. But just really quickly, I'm going to try to do the best I can. Um, you made a good point. I think um, this can be tied to leadership as well as um, a real leader is someone who listens to understand, not respond. Uh, we had a great, great example of the podcast. I think it was Nick Chapelow. Our second podcast, and he yeah, talked about yeah. a superintendent that literally would have a meeting. And most people think, all right, superintendent, he's the man, he's gonna show us here, this is what's going on. He literally let every single person go around the room, talk about everything that's going on, coordinate, and if they didn't mention it, he would finally say something. But he had a listen, he saw that each time, wow, okay, these guys are paying attention, they're attentive, and that's what it's about. And I just really love that. I think that's a good example of just trying to to listen and get on someone's level and not worry about oh, all of a thousand things that are going on in my head and thing I got to worry about. So um, that's a big one for me. And so our third one, moving into that one, is investing in others. And uh, Walker, what do you think about that one?
1: You know, I mean, that one. I was just about to say that one kind of goes with compassion as well. And it's just, and you were talking about on one of the past shows you know getting a, a good time a, a great conversation with one of the guys on your job site and it's just you know kind of open up to you he's like hey i'm going through this you know and then it's just being willing to listen honestly that's 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 what it means to me and it again it goes with the listen to understand but a lot of compassion most people just want to be heard and it just goes with hey i recognize everyone's going through something i know you're going through something i know i'm going through something i know the random person on the streets going through something it's like how how can i help you how can i recognize what you're going through and also you know be able to be a person who uh, not only shows compassion but is just a friend and, and honestly a lot of compassion comes from just being a friend and to me that's that's what that means it's it, it just uh, you know in, investing in others is putting your time into their life to where you can help them grow and in return, they're going to help you grow as well, because it's it's always a two way street. You know, it, a lot of the times people think, well, I'm just pouring time into this person or someone's just pouring time in, into me. And, and that might be the case. But at the same time, you're getting something, something from that. The other party who is not doing the quote unquote, pouring into investing into uh, is also getting something from that, you know, and that's just, again, listening. That's that's recognizing what's going on and saying, Oh man, like I, I can learn something from every single person I talk to, you know, and, and, and Davis, what do you think on it?
0: Yeah, I, th- I think you, you mean, you hit it. I mean, that's what it is it's about investing in people. And sometimes that's just sitting there and listening. And I know that ties to the second one and it might seem a, a little like it's a repeat, but investing in others, um, you have to be, looking for that you have to be wanting to go find someone that's willing to do that and sure. that, that I keep going back to you you're willing to be to slow down enough to think about that because I can remember a time in my life and I'm not far removed from it where I was just so about me and what my schedule has and everything I got to do it's I'm not worried I'm not worried I got to get stuff done by about like and I just would struggle I really would I would struggle at making relationships with people and that was a part of me that I think was a little more OCD of like, oh, I gotta have everything perfect. But I started to realize there were people that you know weren't as OCD as me, but they were making great relationships. And guess what? They're moving ahead and they're you know investing in other people. And wow, they have a team, and it's not just Davis working on himself. It's um, once I'm able to be so secure, I'm able to invest in someone else. And right. hey, now we're both going. So investing in others is a huge one to me. I think it's imperative. Um, to be on a construction team. You know, if I am the the low man on the totem pole and there's all these other field guys and the superintendent isn't investing in anybody, you know, what are we doing? Because that superintendent has 30, 40 years and he knows that I'm trying to get there. So why is he not investing in me? And I think I have had some of the best opportunities on every job site to have a superintendent that's willing to slow down and talk to me and Walker, I think you got something to say. What would you like to say?
1: Yeah, I man. you know, and like I'm just going to add, it's it's a daily practice as well. It's all these values that we are putting out in here are something that you know, we don't do them perfectly, but it's something that our next one coming up is, you know, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's accountability, basically. But it's like, if these are helping us stay accountable to what we want to believe and what we want to follow for our lives, you know, and it's the daily thing. It's like, even this week, I have not invested in others very well or, or put in the time and necessary, even finding, you know, a time to do this podcast. I'm like, Davis, I'm sorry, man. I got, I got this, I got this, I got this, I'm trying to get there, you know, And and I didn't do a great job of doing that. Even with, uh, other relationships in my life saying, like, "Oh, I know I got this, I got this. And it's just, you know, and that happens, it will come up. There'll be weeks like that, but it's just coming back into, all right, cool. I got to sit down. I got to make sure that everyone's on the same page. I got to invest time into Davis. I got to invest time into Carolina. I got to invest time to my parents. I got to invest time to my friends, you know, and it's just, it's coming together and saying, all right, cool. It's not all about me. It's about others as well. And just, how can I help that? And And that goes into our next one, which is welcome feedback. Uh, which in parentheses I had next to it, accountability because, you know, I want to be held accountable. Uh, I know Davis wants to be held accountable. I know that a <laughs> lot of people out there eh, sometimes <laughs> I know that a lot of people out there want to be held accountable, even if you don't want to be held accountable, but you know, it, cause honestly it stinks. It does to be called out on things, <laughs> but the more, you, the more you are called out on things and held accountable to what you believe in and what you say, uh, the more, yeah, you a know, freedom you get, honestly. It's like Jocko Willink, you know, uh free uh what is it? Discipline is uh, freedom. Yeah, discipline equals freedom. And it's like being held accountable, being disciplined, uh just gonna give you more freedom. Davis, what do you think on this? Well, you know, man, that,
0: that's a it's a loaded question right there because you know, if you think about accountability, I think of nationally something that is something I do not do not love, just being completely honest. But it's something that men need in their lives Um, you know we've talked about this on a more personal level but you know accountability I think is one of the hardest things you can do but kind of like Jocko said this one equals freedom doing it and having people to to keep you accountable in your life and even trying to call someone out because you're able to keep them accountable is one of the best things you can do and John Maxwell talks about I know you're already going to laugh at me but John Maxwell (laughs) talks about like you know we have blind spots and he doesn't think you can find that blind spot because guess what? It's a blind spot. You can't can't see see it. So the only way you're going to be able to do that is you got to listen and you're going to have to be able to take that feedback from somebody. And this is one of the, still, it's one of the hardest things to do. You're just going to have to keep trying and keep trying. I mean, I'm still terrible at it, but what I think of, uh, when I think of accountability, okay, you're able to listen and now you're willing to accept feedback you're now able to grow. It's like almost exponentially because again, you're willing to work with someone else and um, welcoming feedback will change your life. Jasper Smith talked about that and really gave us a, a really good trend of um, what it means to to work together and to really accept feedback because he'll be the first one to admit to you that hey, yeah, I've only got to where i have where I'm at now because I was able to listen and willing to have those hard conversations.
1: Right. Oh, it's, just, it's just giving someone. It's just giving someone the permission to speak into your life or it's like, you know, one of my favorite things that we, and I feel like we've done a good job on this. Some days we forget to, but typically in most interviews after the scene, what, what our listeners don't hear, uh, is that, you know, when we're talking to our guests or to people who have, uh, been on stage multiple times, who have had podcasts who speak more than we do we love to ask them hey what can we do better how can we speak better how can we do this podcast better and and we want them to give us hard things we want them to say hey you you need to do this better you need to do this better you didn't do this very good uh you know and we try to welcome that and honestly it hurts your ego it really does because you're like man mm, you know i think i do that pretty well or i thought i did at least and to hear that you don't or that you need to improve on it you know it definitely hurts but it in the long run, it helps a whole lot because I believe, and I've heard people say my mom, even, you know, she said, you know, from the first podcast that we've had to now, just the way that we've spoken or the way that the whole process has gone has drastically improved. And some of our listeners might not agree, but I think so, you know, and I agree uh, on that just by myself speaking and, and not saying, um, or ha uh, or like as much. And, right. and that comes from feedback comes from people telling you what to do better. Yeah.
0: And, I mean, maybe your mom's the only listener we have, but if that's the case, then hey, <laughs> that's all right. Go. But you know, really quickly, and we'll move on. But I just love this because I just thought about it. You know, hey, you know, accountability. And I think about it; it's something I don't like doing. I am naturally a guy that is a peacemaker and stays away from conflict. And I'll let someone, I'll let someone slide a lot, or you know, get away with a lot. Of things. I'm thinking about the job site and you know, being young, not really having, I don't really have the authority to tell guys these things, but I have to say something in a way to be accountable, but also be have to be compassionate with how I do it. So I talked about something with aunt Melissa um, this week and um, y'all will get to meet her. She's one of, one of our, uh, she's my aunt, obviously, but she's been helping us lead us through Valley. So trying to get this out quickly, but you know, we just walked through an example where, I was fed up. I honestly was. I was fed up at work and we were at this foreman's meeting and I've been hearing the same issue over and over again that we've already had been told like, hey, we've handled it. We don't need to keep bringing this up. And I let everybody know, you know, not rudely, but pretty sternly. And then I felt an adrenaline rush and a beat like I felt like I was starting to get shaky. And so I just took a breath and. You know, stop talking and let everybody say, "Oh, okay, well, thank you for letting us know. We didn't, we forgot about that. You reminded us." But I was so fired up in that moment, I had to take a take a minute. And it's hard for me; it really is. It naturally, I am not someone that just calls somebody out. Yes,
1: yeah. firm. You know, like Nick chapel said, firm but fair. Right. And, and it and it takes practice. And like you were just saying, it's not something that you do on a daily basis. But life's about doing hard things. You know the the. The more you do hard things and more you do things that you do not want to do, the, the better you're going to be, honestly, at everything. It's the people who stay in the exact same spot or who complain about the exact same thing for their entire life are the ones who don't ever do anything hard or new. You know, And it's like, honestly, that's something that I'm passionate about. I hate it. I hate it so much. It's like, if you complain about something, then fix it. Take care of it. Right. Change it. Do something different. And, and and go and, and make your life better, and make this issue better, and make this relationship better, and, and don't just sit there and complain about it all the time. You know, go fix it. Honestly, I mean, go fix it. Problem solver. All right, exactly. Um, and so, going from that, we got a little got on a little rant, but you know, mm-hmm. our next one is is lead from behind, uh, and this kind of goes with what we were talking about as well. It's like m- my thought process behind lead from behind is. Instead of being the one who is like the quote unquote boss or the guy who's a quote unquote, you know, leader who is out there in front pulling, charging ahead. It's like be the be the leader, a wolf pack. You know, there's I think there's a whole book about it and videos and stuff that the leader of the pack is typically the one that is in the very back because he makes sure that the slowest people in his pack are taken care of and are kept up with and are not left behind you know and so by leading from behind you take even the person who is the slowest in your organization or your job whatever and you make sure they're being pushed along and encouraged and like hey come on we gotta pick it up a little bit let's go you got it uh you know davis i i I, i'm i'm sure you have something similar thought behind that but to me that is that is my definition of leave from behind what do you think
0: yeah, I think that's a that's a good example. I mean, really, I mean that's good image. I never thought about specifically the wolf pack, but I love that because you know I think of it takes humility. It takes someone that is willing to be back there. And you're right, it is from behind, and we're helping guys guide them forward. And I think that's a lot of investing in others, but you have to be the one that isn't looking for the spotlight. You're gonna be the the first one, you're gonna be the first one in, the last one out the door, but you know, there's also a, a cool saying that first will be last and last will be first. Right. And, and I believe that too heartily. And the other thing I think of is those who serve others will make a true impact. And I think, you know, I'm big about on-trade leadership, but that's Dave Ramsey in a, in a, in a, in a, what's the word? Nutshell. There you go. Thank you, Walker. <laughs> those who serve others make a true impact and servant leadership. That's the only way to really be a leader. Cause you're not thinking about yourself. You're thinking about how I get people there Um, And if I can, I'll give a will bring a good example. I'm not gonna mention his name because I don't know if I if I can bring up his name. I don't know if he'd want me put him out on the old internet. He's an older fellow, but he's a guy at our job site now. That I mean, just the I mean, the epitome of being a leader. Not looking for the spotlight. He's cleaning the office before we have meeting. He's taking trash out. He'll go escort anybody on the federal job that we need to. He'll go stay till nine o'clock at night. He was the first one there. Just I mean. The guy is a, a guy that lives for others. And I can't awesome. I don't know where we would be without him because he's literally the glue that keeps us all together at this job site. And that's what I think of is a guy that's just willing to do it all and give himself up for others. And that's what I think of.
1: Yeah, that's good. And again, this is, that takes practice, you know, and it's some people might be born of more of a servant leadership, but some people hate it's like, hey, I don't I don't have to be first. You know, I can t- I can take a second and-, and step back a little bit and let someone else go. Uh, and and that's something for my life. I got to remember that all the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, I-, I I walk fast. I have big strides. You know, I'm six three. I like to walk and I typically will end up in the front. I'm like, wait, sometimes I got to take a step back. I got to let someone else go, you know, and that's just like a, a-, a physical real world example, not an organ- organizational one. But I think it applies. It's just who here needs some encouragement that I can stand behind and say, hey, man, you got it. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, it, know, also, and, it also takes
0: me four strides for your one so yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: really- oh man i have to slow down all the time when i walk with people i'm like i'm sorry i'm sorry
0: no. <laughs> slow down not, not to mention you don't drive every you always walk so
1: <laughs> you gotta stay in shape man while i can at auburn walking everywhere yeah. uh man so that just that brings us to our last one which is simplify with a period uh and and davis wh- you know what do you like about this one
0: what I like about it, Walker, is, you know, I've been in a in a, in a world, in a brain of I made things way too overcomplicated. And that's what over o, OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Guys, I truly had it. I know I mentioned a lot, but that was my fault a few years ago. And I made things way, way too complicated. And what I really think of when I see that is Amazon has some rule about, you know, big decisions that, you know, they take about whenever they get to like 70%, it's some number and around there, 60, maybe 70, maybe it's 75, I don't know. But it's around that time, whenever they get that amount of percent, if they think they whatever they're talking about, they make a decision. Because never in life will you have 100% of it. And if we keep waiting every single time to have 100%, we're never going to get there. And honestly, Walker, we didn't have it all figured out, and we still don't have it figured out, and somehow we have this podcast. So okay. that's what I think of
1: yeah no that's awesome that's really great and i think that's definitely what it means it's just taking something that most people will make very complicated i mean honestly using the podcast as an example you know if you look at it from a macro perspective it's very big it's it's like oh man starting a podcast talking every week getting this out there it's huge but in, in reality like sure it is huge or it can be i guess we've we try to make it simple, but, you know, just taking something massive and just simplify it. What is what is your next step that you have to do in order to get to your goal? And for us, our first step was meeting together. We're like, hey, let's start a podcast, right? The next step was, cool, what do we need for our podcast? Well, there's this guy that we had, you know, this guy on, on already doing a podcast that we had, Gareth. Well, let's talk to him about it. It's cool. Let's reach out to Gareth. So we reached out to Gareth. We met with him. Uh, What's the next step? Well, we, we need a mic. All right, cool. Let's order a mic next, you know, and, and it's just what is the next thing that you have to do in order to get to your goal? And you can apply that to everything. Make it simple. Simplify this massive problem, make it easy, do the next step. And that's what I think about when you say simplify with a period. I like the period, the period makes it simple.
0: Yeah. And I think that's a kudos to you for this one. Uh, you, you came up with that one and uh, what is it like the play on words having the period helps. Right. But uh, what you, what that just made me think of Walker, if I can really quickly was I think construction, you know, mm-hmm. we can make it as overcomplicated as, as possible, but Good. the guys that succeed and do really well, they make things simple. They have stuff planned out. That's great. We, everybody can plan things out, but they make it simple. They don't make it overcomplicated, overcomplicated. They don't shoot themselves in the foot. And so when I think about that, construction is a bunch of good old boys and, and gals that are just trying to make it happen, trying to get it as simple as possible and kind of tune out the external noise. And I really just sounded like mixed saving there. So I'm going to try to end with that.
1: No, I mean, I, I completely agree. And it's Honestly, even the, simplify, the simplified, I can't even say the word, it, it comes into play too when you're explaining things to other people that might not be in your industry. It doesn't have to be construction. You know, it's like I have a lot of people ask me, oh, what's your major? I'm like, oh, building science. And and majority of the time, they're like, well, (laughs) what is that? I'm like, well, basically, you know, we manage risk. And honestly, that's what a GC does. But we and and I'll point to a building. I say we'll get the plans for that building and we will build that building. That is basically what we do. Uh, and that's not all that's that's literally doesn't even scratch the surface of what we do you know but for for someone who is not in our industry they don't know that and and that is enough to tell them exactly what a general contractor does and if they want to go a little bit more in depth "Ah, that's cool here this you know we also do this this and this and we got contractors we got architects
0: not not to take this away from you here but you just made me think of this. And, you know, I think this may be the Holy spirit talking to me. One of the things I had a hard time doing was I'm going to take this to the gospel and witnessing to people. One of the hardest things I had to think was, Oh, I got to tell them the whole Bible right now, (laughs) you know, and I got to get them saved. And if not, it's not going to work out. And I just had to learn the lesson that, okay, you seed. seed. There you go. You plant a seed. And I had to learn that. And, you know, simplify it guys. You know, like you said, the, I love that analogy of our, whatever you would assembly metaphor, whatever you want to say that imagery of yes, this building, that's what we do. We get these plans, we build it. And you just yeah. plant a seed. And now you, as you had a, as you have that relationship, guess what? That's what investing in others is really you're, yeah, you're explaining that process. So
1: that's so good. Well guys, I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. I know it's not what we normally do, uh, but I, I really hope that you you got at least one thing from it or maybe took away one of the values that we've, Uh, you know tried to create for for our podcast for laying foundations Um, we have a lot of awesome guests coming up we got some really good ones planned in the in the next few weeks I really know that y'all are going to enjoy and learn a ton from uh, including a few of our professors from Auburn so if you've been interested about what professors do or their background in in history etc then we're gonna have them on as well so you get to hear from them a little bit Uh, But Davis, man, this has been awesome. I really enjoyed it. I really love the fact that we are doing this journey together and got a chance to take on these values and, and make them our own hope you guys have a great day and enjoy this podcast thanks for joining us for the laying foundations podcast i'm your co-host walker lott here with my co-host davis hambrick we really appreciate you guys joining us uh, we look forward to many more episodes we have planned for you look for us every monday we have an episode coming out we're also working very diligently to get our social media accounts as well as our web page up so you can learn a little bit more about us and follow us as we go